You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Dear Lord, we thank you for allowing us to come before you again tonight. Dear Lord, seeking your knowledge and your wisdom to be poured out on us. Your spirit, Lord, that we can overcome the world. Father, we pray, dear God, that you will help us to understand that we are not where we need to be. You told us in Luke 20, uh, 21, 34 to 36, Lord, that we would be caught in a snare. All the people on the earth would be caught in a snare at this time. And we, we surely have shown that, Lord, in the evening time of your day, the first seven years of your day, once you opened the words, as you said in Zechariah fourteen seven. Dear Lord, during that whole time, we didn't understand, Lord, that we could overcome this world and avoid this great war that's now coming before us. But Lord, we know from the wording and all the things that are going on, and we also know because we're in the last year of the night of the day of the Lord. It ends next April, according to all the scriptures and according to what you've shown and borne witness by your prophetic word. And Lord, we know that the night was seven years and the morning is going to be seven years. And we know the morning time is the time of the great covenant of seven years that you gave us in Daniel nine twenty-seven. the seven years. But Lord, we know up until that time, we have to overcome the world and let you reign. Dear Lord, that's what that seventh year is, that you reign over the earth. That's not having anything to do with the Antichrist. They don't come forth until after the seven years. Too many false teachings have shown, Lord, when it says in the midst, when you take away the sacrifices, they think that is the the uh, coming forth of the Antichrist at that time. But no, the Lord, you said a season and a time and a time of seven years in the book of Revelation. We thank you for that. So, Lord, yes, in Daniel 7, um, verse 12, where it's saying you're going to take away a season and a time, means that you're going to make it be this winter that you take over uh, the world. And you take over all the heavens. And then you're going to make a covenant for seven years. But Lord, the winter time is a time of adjustment. It's a time when you'll be, you've separated the people, you've made known their judgments, and you've taken away their power. And they will know that, the, that like it says in Revelation 6, 12 to 17, they will know their punishment's coming. You say, even the kings of the earth are going to know. They're going to have the plagues come upon them, and they're going to be crying out, trying to get away from the judgment that they know is on them that will come to them when the morning rises in April. And Lord, we pray that they will understand this. Lord, we also thank you, Father, because you said, dear Lord, in Revelation seventeen fifteen that the the waters where the harlot sits, and she's, she's ruling over all the world. And people don't understand, dear Lord, by the law of the sea tree that was secretly signed in 2008, your word was absolutely confirmed. And Lord, she owns all the seas. Because the nations gave it to them and the people elected these leaders and allowed them to establish the laws that are deceitful and secretive. And even in 2007, I think it was, or 2004, they pushed forward the laws that allows them not to tell the truth. In America, they made the law that the Congress and Senate do not have to tell the truth because what's important is what is good for the nation. And Lord, these are the same leaders 
Lord, who declared from the 1990s onward, and even before that, back in the 60s and back in the 30s and before that, that they're giving their nation over to the harlot, over to the queen, who is the one in the Law of Sea Treaty was given ownership of all the seas and all the rivers that run into the sea. And all the nations are accordingly um, established as corporations that are attached to, to the dock of her rivers that go into her sea. And Lord, she's been placed over top of all these. And beside her in the crown trust is Rothschild, who controls all the treasuries of all the nations. Jacob Rothschild, the Rothschild family's over it, but Jacob is the one heading up this thing. He's the patriarch right now. And Lord, he's the one you're talking about in the king of the north that controls all the treasuries of gold and silver of all the nations in Daniel 11, 43 to 45. Everything is so clear, Lord, from your scriptures. Everything you said is coming true. Lord, we can see it even in Ezekiel 38 that they've prepared for many, many years for this great time of, of bringing forth all this evil. And that is clear, Lord. They've established everything by deceit. And Lord, everything is corrupted. That's why we're all caught in a snare. There's nothing that's not a snare to us. Dear Lord, the, the, the idols in our nations cause us that we're going to be um, led into the, the har harlotry. Dear Lord, which is what we've done. We've been giving ourselves over to the harlot. Lord, how terrible it is. But Lord, we have the, the great wording that you had in Mark four thirty-five to 41, Lord. And um, verse um, 40 it is, Lord, where you tell them, Lord, um, well, before that, you tell them that this, there was many, they, they, you, you told them, let's cross over to the other side of the sea. And the sea is symbolic of the nations, because you tell us in Revelation seventeen fifteen that the waters that the harlot sits on is the nations, the multitude, uh, the peoples, and their tongues, their languages. And Lord, you tell us this here, that you're going across the sea, and dear Lord, we know that everything the whole creation is bearing witness to the way of your words because you do all things by truth according to truth in Psalms 33, 4 and Psalms 119, uh, 142, 160 and so on. And dear Lord, it, it says here, dear God, that the storm came on you and they awoke you. And what they said, you were in the stern asleep. And dear Lord, they, they didn't understand. You said, let's cross over to the other side. They, they didn't they didn't pay attention to the fact of your word. The word cannot be broken. And you said to them, dear Lord, you you, you got up and you said, peace be still. And, and they, you said to them, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And it tells us in Romans, dear Lord, through Paul, that faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. Lord, they, the people of today do not want to receive the knowledge of your words. They consider it an abomination. They're so busy. Lord, when I was bringing forth the words and working for people, Lord, all they wanted to hear was how this might make them prosperous and, and make them money, pay back debts, all these kind of things to them. That's all they cared about. Lord, they do not see the value of even one of your words. Because, Lord, you, you gave it like the parable of great pearls. You said if they found one of those pearls, they would sell everything they had and buy that pearl. But Lord, no, they wanted to buy things that would give them currency of the world, which is fiat currency. And dear Lord, in this time of this, this tribulation war, all their prosperity is going to be taken away from them. Everything that they owned is being taken away from them. Lord, you even tell us in there, in the scriptures, dear Lord, that you see the world with ten nations. 
ten kingdoms. And dear Lord, from the 60s onward, the, the Crown Trust has divided the world according to the Club of Rome plan that I've passed around that map to many people. They've already divided the world into ten, ten kingdoms, ten regions. Lord, it was, that, it was over that battle that they killed Gaddafi because he, he tried to change his position of, of their region that they were going to have. They had developed them in 10 economic regions. And all these leaders have already given over their sovereignty. And Lord, now this year, this last year, they've been saying in the world, Lord, they've been saying that it's a new, uh, new international order. Lord, it's, it's no longer, dear Lord, the New World Order or anything like that. It's an international order because what they're doing is they're going to take away the national sovereignties and establish this. And Lord, they'd already done it. In 2002, I said at a DHS meeting that you know. And dear Lord, you were part of that. You allowed me to be there. And Lord, I heard with my own ears. They've already uh, united the United States, Canada, and America. It was already done. DHS was already operating within Canada and Mexico, controlling their borders. So when they bring the immigrants in through Mexico, they're bringing it through their own borders of the DHS because the DHS doesn't work for America. The Department of Homeland Security is the homeland of the Crown Trust. It has nothing to do with the United States. And dear Lord, DHS was establishing their, their guards all over the, the nations of the world in these regions. They united all of South America as one. And Lord, these king, these leaders of the, of the presidents and them right now, dear Lord, are all being utilized because they're all being traitors to their own countries. And Lord, they need to bring about this war to hide the sin that they did when they signed the Law of the Sea Treaty and gave away their nation to the Crown Trust to realign in these 10 regions. So they're all in on it. And the United States, Canada, and China, I mean, excuse me, United States, Russia, and China are all united in this war. They're, they're, all these leaders are bringing it forth for the same purpose. And they signed a pact in 2008 Dear Lord, that put them together that they would not move any gold or silver without their approval. And Lord, everything is run on gold and silver, not currencies. And Lord, they, they, dear Lord, are united in this war. And they're acting like they're going to war with each other. But Lord, they have to do that to cover up their sins and their crimes of what they've done. And Lord, all these people do not have any regard. All these leaders do not have any regard to the fact that they're in their, your judgment. Right? This is the judgment year. They're going to be judged by you, not the Crown Trust. The Crown Trust is going to be judged by you. And, Lord, all these leaders are going to be judged by you. All the merchants that are following these leaders, all the retail stores that are following these leaders and selling the food that's, that's abominable. Dear Lord, go to the grocery store. Dear Lord, it's just sad. You can't find food. That's really fit to eat because they don't know what it is. But Lord, it, this thing, dear God, of having faith is a marvelous thing. And I just, Lord, we pray that the people begin to understand, dear Lord, there's value in understanding your words. Lord, they, it's like I said, dear Lord, they, they don't want to hear about your words. They want to hear prosperity from the world. They want to make their money in the world and their mansions and build their big houses. And they do not understand that all those will be taken away from them if they're not living in your will. And they're not living in your will. Because your will is that all men be sanctified, which they can only be sanctified, according to John seventeen seventeen, by your words entering them. But they will not hear your words because they're of their father, the devil. Dear Lord, it's no different than it was in your days, as you said it would be in this day. Lord, the people are even worse in this day than they were the, with the, the Israelites were in your day. The Gentiles are terrible. The church is terrible. They consider themselves hot. 
spirit-filled. They hear prophetic word. They see healings. They do all these things. But it's like you said in Matthew 7, 21 to 23, that won't do them any good. Lord, you said a person, dear Lord, that is of the world, I mean, is of the kingdom, will be able to take things out of the treasuries of old and the treasuries of new. Lord, in other words, they would understand the old covenants, dear Lord, the way of the law and so forth, because you said the law will not change. You would not change any of it. And yet you bring your new covenant. And so, Lord, there, there's something in there. There's something that matches them, and there's somebody explaining it to them. And if we look wisely to it, we should be able to understand it. And, Lord, I pray that you, if, you, if I'm wrong, correct me. But, Lord, this is what you've shown me. And, Lord, I pray this is what it is. And I pray you'd confirm it to your people. But, Lord, it's like, dear Lord, you said in these days, dear Lord, that no one who leaves their mother, their father, their sister, their brother, all those things, their families, for the sake of the kingdom, will not receive more a hundredfold or sixtyfold or thirtyfold in this life and eternal life, which is what you say in John five twenty four, also. But you're saying this in Matthew thirteen, very clearly. And Lord, we pray that they'd understand what you're saying is not the. We're talking about coming out of the world. And Lord, our brothers and sisters that do not believe in the words like your mother and father and your, I mean, your, excuse me, not your father, but uh, your mother and your brothers and sisters, your Lord, your, your mother, and your brothers came to take you home. And you said, these, these are my sisters and brothers, the ones seeking to hear the words. Lord, those are the ones, the ones chasing after the words, because Lord, if they will allow the spirit to enter them, dear Lord, you will cause them to know your words. If they will turn and repent and want to know your words, you will feed them. All who knock will receive. Proverbs one twenty three guarantees them you will cause them to know your words if they will turn and seek your words. And Lord, it's like that at this time. We pray, Lord, that they'd understand this. And Father, we pray that they would understand, dear Lord, the value in receiving your words. And Lord, that we end to understand the wisdom, dear Lord, that you try to show in all your ways. For example, Lord, it's it's... Very clear, dear Lord, he did a marvelous thing with, with Isaac. A really good example for us has been Isaac, dear Lord, where you, you did the thing, dear Lord, with his, with, with, um, you, you uh, caused him, uh, in Genesis twenty six twelve, Lord, it's where you said, Lord, Isaac sowed in the land, and he reaped in the same year a hundredfold. Dear Lord, people don't understand why that is. And it says, and the Lord blessed him. Dear Lord, you reaped a hundredfold, and you blessed them. Dear Lord, we pray that the people begin to understand prosperity. Lord, he had the knowledge of the words of God, and he was working to build, bringing forth the kingdom. He was fulfilling the work, and he was establishing the land that, that Abraham would get, was given. And he was going around and removing the stones that the other people were, were, were closing up the wells that Abraham had dug. Because that deep water was being, you know, you said, dear Lord, we have to all be washed in the water of the word. We also have to drink of the water. It brings correction. And they were covering up this water because the devil was wanting them to do this. But Abraham had sought that water because he knew that he had to bring water and correction to the people in the generation's head because you told him they were going to go into prison for 400 years or into captivity for 400 years. And Lord, Isaac kept undoing those waters and those wells. No matter where he, was, he went to, he was always blessed a hundredfold. The people, if they would have shown the way of what that water was doing, they would understand why he's getting this blessing. And you showed us another way of this, dear Lord, in Leviticus 19. When the people of Israel 
refused to hear the words of Mount Sinai, but wanted to, to, be, to go through uh, Moses, Lord, you had to do what you did. You had to give them what you didn't want to give them, which was the written law. You would have much rather circumcised their hearts and put the words on their heart. Lord, what you tell them in Deuteronomy 30, you will do when they finally come to you. When they finally turn around, you'll begin, and dear Lord, they'll be able, and, and, the, and the fourth thing is uh, the fourth spirit work that you will do in Deuteronomy 31 to 10 is that you will circumcise their heart, dear Lord, and that takes away the darkness in their heart, it takes away the, the, the lustful thoughts, it takes away all those things separation us and allows them to understand what a blessing it is to be a servant of God. Because, dear Lord, whatever they touch and do will be blessed. That's prosperity. Because, Lord, when, when you, when we go forward doing the righteous acts of the saints, that's when the hundredfold increase comes. That's when, when he did that thing of reestablishing the water and planting the land to show the other people the glory of God and the way of God, then you blessed him. Father, we pray that the people begin to understand, dear Lord. It's like in Leviticus nineteen twenty-three to 25, Lord, where you said when they come into the land and planted all kinds of trees for food, then they, they, they count their uh, fruit of that food as uncircumcised. For three years, it's uncircumcised. What's that mean? Dear Lord, it means that it hasn't got the words yet. If they would understand what you're about to do for them, Dear Lord, you're not talking about the wheat and, and so forth. But dear Lord, you're showing them the, the fact, dear Lord, of the, of the fruit. Now back in the in, in, uh, time of um, um, Isaac, you're talking about the wheat, the bread. It's a hundredfold. It, it's going to bring forth the instruction. They gave away bread. Abraham was giving it and feeding it to people. All who would come, he would walk with and and share with them. But Lord, you're talking about the fruit trees here. Because a fruit is the understanding of the kingdom works that we're going to do. And Lord, we pray that they would understand that when it says uncircumcised, it means without the words. Because it has to, that what it's doing is, the first year it's separating it. The second year the words of wisdom are coming from that fruit into the ground. And the third year, the understanding is coming on the fruit and going into the ground, and you leave it there. And the fourth year, that is given to the Lord for the works, and you give away the fruit for the kingdom of God, and it's highly blessed because the counsel of God is in it. And when we do that for others, in the fifth year, it says you can eat that fruit. And guess what it says? Lord, it's wonderful what you said. It says, in the fifth year, you may eat its fruit that it may yield to you its increase. How wonderful, God, that you did that for us. Because it says something like, it's, it, it's the Lord your God. It's because I am the Lord your God. You're saying this is a law of God, a promise of God. You're saying I am, you're the representative of God, the Father. And you're saying I am the Lord your God. In other words, you're saying I'm speaking this in the way of the Lord your God. It's a promise of God that in the fifth year, that fruit will harvest to you, to us who eat it, because we're now allowed to eat it. Dear Lord, that fruit will give us might. And that enables us to go forward and fulfill what is coming in the sixth work, which is the knowledge of the work you've given us to do. When we have that might, we have understanding, we have wisdom, we have uh, the authority, because we understand the internal plan of God that is going to enable us to do the good fruit and bring forth the kingdom.
and the harvest that we're really desiring. So we got the bread, instruction, you got the milk. And it's, Lord, it's like when the people, you told the people they're going to go to the land of milk and honey. And you give them this law about the fruit trees. And Lord, you should see, the people should understand it's a land of milk. Milk is the beginning of wisdom. And so you're trying to show them here, dear Lord, if they do the way of the seven spirits, then they're going to re- reveal or going to receive the good stuff, the sweet stuff, the seventh spirit stuff, because they'll fulfill all the works of the seven spirits. And Lord, it's the way of you. And we do these things in a way, understanding that if we plant the seed, plant the seed, plant the seed, it's going to do this. But Lord, there's a difference too. Dear Lord, the, the mustard seed. Dear Lord, you tell us we're like a mustard seed in this day of the kingdom. Dear Lord, if we would grab that and come out, dear Lord, and plant that mustard seed, it's going to be grow and be the biggest one. Because the people who understand the words of wisdom and understand the way of wisdom, the way of your words, have an understanding. Because David told us the principal thing is to get wisdom, and with all your wisdom, get understanding, which is what you're showing them how to do in this in this Leviticus nineteen twenty three to twenty five. Lord, we pray that they'd understand this when they do these things. Then the, the, nobody, nothing on earth can match the prosperity that comes forth from that. Nothing. And people are selling magazines, uh, uh, towels, and uh, a, a sickening thing, dear Lord, is they have preachers preaching foolish things that's not of you, not for this time. Dear Lord, and they have they put offering plates on the altar so people can get up during a during a ministry sermon and go put money in those offering plates, fiat currency. Lord, I pray that they'll understand that they're asking the people to give them currency that's pagan worship. And dear Lord, putting it on the altar like that is pagan worship. Lord, the the way to, to do tithes and offering is supposed to be voluntary. The people are supposed to give it from the heart unless you tell a special thing to be given. And Lord, it's not supposed to be used for these buildings or these great buildings that are not doing anything because they're not teaching the words and there's no nothing in the storehouse of the heart of these people about your words. They won't allow it in. Father, it's a terrible thing that we don't understand the way of prosperity in this time when we need it. Lord, we're coming to a time when there's not going to be any food, there's not going to be anything. And Lord, the way to do it is the knowledge of your words because through these words, food will just come up. Lord, in this time, the earth will open its mouth and help the wisdom, the woman. It's not going to help the people who serve themselves. It's not going to help those that have knowledge of the words that aren't doing it in a righteous way for the, for the work of the kingdom to bring forth peace. When Jesus said to solve all the problems of the sea coming up a storm with all those little boats and everything else out there and the people going thinking they're going to die, he rose up and said, peace be still. See, peace is the eternal plan of God and understanding. You even tell them with the pearly gates if they found one, and that's why you use the pearl, one pearl in the gate. It only takes one word to get into the kingdom of heaven is what you're trying to show them. One holy word of God, understanding one word and doing it. Just a bread of instruction or water, the cold water. You said, give a child a, a cup of cold water and you will not lose your reward. Dear Lord, you're saying that you will enter the kingdom of heaven if you understand what you're doing with this. If you're understanding, you're letting it loose. How marvelous is your plan, Lord. Father, we thank you, dear God, that you're so marvelous in these times. We pray, Lord, that somehow, Father, you can stir up the people to let them understand they're missing the point of prosperity. 
They're missing the point of the guaranteed hundredfold. Lord, they don't know the way of it. They're thinking of it in the way of the world instead of the way of the kingdom. And Lord, we pray that they'd understand it's a promise of you. It will be done if the people have the patience and the work to understand the righteous way and a righteous time and plan of you. And Lord, we pray they'll grab this. Lord, we pray that you'll cause that to be stirred up among the people, that they might see that there's something beyond the currencies of the world and the economy of the world that's going to crash. Lord, there's something much greater. Lord, there's something so valuable they can't even buy it. Dear Lord, with currencies or anything, Father, you told them to sell all they got and take and follow you because you speak the words of God that's more valuable than everything they own. Father, we pray that they'd understand. And Lord, we pray that they'd come and, and want to hear of your words. When, when, when they heard that Solomon was speaking them, Lord, the, the, the queen of the south came from the ends of the earth to hear. And Lord, you said that she's going to judge the people for not hearing. Lord, they wanted things of the world, but they're not helping the kingdom. They're not even putting tithes and offerings in the kingdom. Father, we pray, dear Lord, they'd understand where their value is and what they're missing. Father, we're not trying to get on the offerings here. Father, we're trying to do the work of the kingdom. And Lord, we pray that the people understand this is your kingdom. The world system's going to lose all the gold that they've stolen. All, all the leaders, all those wealthy people that have used the, the fiat currency to buy up the gold and so forth. Dear Lord, all that's going to be taken away from them. Ecclesiastes 2.26. Because your time is a season in time and the season's winter. So in the winter, they're going to lose this. And nothing's going to keep them from the plagues that are going to come in April if they don't come out before the separation judgment day. Because you told them, Lord, they must come out before that Sabbath. That Sabbath is the, the real Yom Kippur likeness. Father, people don't understand. We've had Yom Kippur, and Yom Kippur is a yearly thing. But, Lord, there's one judgment that has the eternal life written all over it. Lord, that's the separation judgment day that you call a Sabbath. It is exactly like, dear Lord, the Yom Kippur. And, Lord, it's a, it, you can call it the day of atonement. It's the day of reward of the talents. Dear Lord, if they're going to get what they deserve, you're going to separate the people. That's coming this year. That's coming. I believe it could be in the fall, but certainly it's going to be in the winter. We pray, Lord, that they'll understand now's the time for the harvest. Lord, you told them, dear Lord, you plant the seed and so forth, and the, the, the seed that you plant is the word. And Lord, they aren't understanding that when the word ripens, the word is ready. They're not understanding that the word is the promise and all the rest of that. It's their inheritance. You've made all this known. It's ripe. It's made known. The words have been recorded. The words have been written and talking about. And they only need a few of them. But Lord, it's ready. And Lord, you said as soon as that is in the ground and, the, and it ripens, that the harvest will come. And Lord, they don't understand. You're talking about the harvest of the seed of the word that's been planted now for 13 and a half years. And now, dear Lord, they must understand the harvest, your harvest, is coming. And God knows it's coming in a season. And as he's told us, we should know the season. I believe the season's the fall. Lord, we pray that they didn't understand the harvest is always fall. Dear Lord, the last of the harvest. And this is the last of the harvest. Father, we pray that they understand that. We ask you, Lord, now to bless your people. Lord, we pray that they will hear. We pray, dear Lord, that they'll become desiring to be wise. We pray, dear Lord, that they will hear the truth, that you'll remove the stumbling block, and dear Lord, let them receive this. We pray, Lord, you'll cause this word to go out to these people, dear Lord, and stir them up. Let them understand it, dear Lord. 
Father, we thank you for your greatness. We thank you for your promise. Lord, you said if we would hear the words of your voice in John five twenty four and believe in the promises of God that you've made known. Dear Lord, we will pass through these judgments and have eternal life. They come together. You can't have the words, dear Lord, that enables us to pass through the judgments without also having the promise of eternal life. Ephesians 1, 13, 14. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 